T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the Built Four Tough Studio, Boomer Science and Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are in the free Odyssey app, good Friday morning, a feel good Friday. Boomer will be back with us on Monday. That means Jerry is here and CeeLo is here once again to finish out the week. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Oh, doing good. How are you? Doing great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Couldn't be better. <laughs> Life is grand. Life yeah. is grand. Right in yes. Right in the ass is right. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you that weren't following college basketball last night or Rutgers last night, uh, this was a terrible loss for Jerry Recco and the Scarlet Knights out in Minnesota. Yeah, this was one of those nights, as much as we love sports, we have like great moments that have happened in our sports lives. Last night, locally, for two guys that work on the show today, you and CeeLo just flat out sucked. Oh, with the Rangers. Just and, uh, flat Patrick out King. sucked. Yeah, you know what's so weird, though, is it didn't for the entire night. For Rutgers, yeah. They played, I keep saying that they played so freaking well for 39 minutes and 30 seconds, and then it just blew up. Right, and yes. It, <laughs> and it was like, what the hell just happened? The kid, the kid battle just got hot late, and it was, I'm sitting there stunned. I, there's not another word for it. It was absolutely bizarre, and I cannot believe I'm sitting here that they lost that game with the way they played. Yeah, and that's brutal because obviously this is a bad loss for them. Minnesota is is disgustingly bad in the conference, and this is a game that you know you're an eight point favorite. I think in the yeah, game you yeah, got to sure. go in there, you got to win it, especially when you're talking about bubble teams and everything else. And to blow what was it a ten point lead in a minute and a half? Uh, well, I know yes, and it was eight with one oh three to go. <sighs> Yeah. God. And Sir, <laughs> bend over. <laughs> <laughs> and what's nuts about it are a couple of different things. Number one, there was a 12 to 14 minute review when the game ended. See, I did not know that. Because the clock apparently did not start when Cooper touches the ball off the inbounds on the final play of the game. That's number one. Number two, battle. Like, watch him. Watch him shuffle his feet. Like, he even walks. Mm. Now, that said, so whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. They should have never been in that position. That's exactly. not why yeah. they lost the game. But, my God, you think of two of their road losses this year. The Ohio State game, where the kid steps on the sideline and the officials didn't see it. 
And then the Big Ten apologizes for it the next day. Well, that and a dollar gets you a dollar. And then last night, again, up by eight minutes to go. That's not why they lost this game last night. I mean, a 12-minute video review after this. Well, you get nothing. <laughs> you lose. A lot. Good day, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State one was way worse than, than Oh, for this. sure. Well, yeah, I that agree. Was brutal because you could have blamed the loss on that. I mean, this was a like a total meltdown. So many things had to happen to get to that point. But that Ohio State one, was that was really bad. Yeah. I, it was, yes. Both very difficult. This one difficult because Minnesota had lost 12 straight games. Yeah. They're clearly the better team, and they didn't finish the game. I, that's that's it. The only lead. So I said during one of my two excited moments, I guess, at the end, um, I said at the end, you know, Rutgers led the game for 40, like 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. They had the lead the entire time. Yeah. The only time Minnesota led was when the ball went through at zeros on the clock. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's as bad as it gets. Disgusting. Especially for a team that was really looking to take the next step. It doesn't mean they're not going to make the tournament. It doesn't mean that they're not going to get in that large bid. We'll see what happens in the conference they tournament. They have to win Sunday. But, Who knows? Nobody knows. Right. Yeah. Nobody knows. I, I will tell you this. If they won last night, I think they probably were 100% in. Yeah. Well, now it feels like Dayton again, right? I don't, I don't know. I Honestly, yeah. I have no clue. Because I was stunned by the whole Dayton thing last year. I never anticipated them having to play in that game. Um, but yeah, it was, and the, the, the atmosphere was, it lacked for much of the night until the final minute when it really, and there weren't a ton of people there, but all of a sudden they got very loud in that place. And it was, um, it was a lot of travel for that. Yeah. For sure. Rough. What time did you get back here? Uh, two. Two o'clock. All right. So not, I actually thought it would have been worse than that. No, it wasn't bad. I got to tell you for... I, let me give Newark Airport, which I don't think I've ever done, wow, a this ton was... of credit for. Yeah. Wow. This was unbelievable. I got to the airport in 14 minutes. From the time I parked and got through TSA, seven minutes. Wow. They had, I've wow. never seen this before, because I always have Al running through my head trying to make all this work like I did yesterday. I'm waiting for this gigantic line at, at the, the TSA. They had multiple people guiding you to go to the shortest agent. Yeah. So the line wasn't long, and they had every uh, possible station open with multiple people working that so that if there wasn't a bin, they ran and got a bin for you. They had this thing moving so quick. I'm like, where am I? Like, every time I've gone to Newark, it's a complete disaster. So you could have done the whole 9 o'clock hour with me yesterday. Was, yeah, I, yes, I probably could have. Yeah, It was yeah. nuts how, how quick it worked. Well, that, that's great. And I, I think that also, you know, this week, because you had the winter break for a lot of schools locally last week, this week there wasn't yeah. as many people traveling, which probably helped out as well. Probably so, yes. But uh, but that's great. So, yeah, so there are a couple of things that absolutely sucked for you and then CeeLo. We just uh, detailed the Rutgers loss. And then for CeeLo, and I heard him on the warm-up, show and how he got, he got it right in the ass as well with the Patrick Kane situation and blowing a lead to the Ottawa Senators who I guess are playing better but you know the, the garden was it was a tough ticket last night yeah. it was a very expensive ticket what we say 500 bucks was the get in price right yes as the day went on yes i believe it was at first it was like 250 and then it got even bigger and everybody that was there i saw tweeting said it was the loudest they had heard the garden the entire year some of the loudest they had ever heard it in a very long time with the Patrick Kane debut and then they end up losing so this is what, it's a conundrum, right? It's a conundrum because you want your team to go all in and try to win a championship no matter who it is. But what's going on with the Rangers right now is there is one acceptable result. And that's a Stanley Cup championship. Yeah, for sure. That's it. 
So, like, when you bring in Patrick Kane, I understand they were still short-manned and under-manned last night and Condre Miller's suspension and it's a back-to-back, all these other excuses that you can give. When the crowd is so fired up, you know, frothing at the mouth for a victory and then you lose a game like this, it just reminds you that the Rangers are in that spot right now, which you want your teams to be in. But the catch-22 that, you know, when you have got to the conference final last year and now you've you've added, you made two big trades at the deadline. You brought in two scores, and Tarasenko has been bad, but and Patrick Kane. Now you got to go to the Stanley Cup final, and you got to win it, or it's a failure, or it's a failure. So now you, now you're the Yankees. Yeah, well, right. That's the difference between a young and up and coming team making this fun run to where if they win, it's like wow, this was awesome, as opposed to like you're supposed to win now. Yep. And it's the Yankees is a good comparison because how many years have we sat here and said, you know what? And George used to say this too. It's not like us making this up. George used to say, if you don't win the World Series, the season's a failure. Now, the new regime doesn't say that. You're at Brian Cashman. I, I forget what was it MLB that he was on with or maybe a radio station in Texas. I forget where he was at, where he was talking about the Yankee fan and yeah. basically saying, like, these people, I mean, my God, if we don't win the World Series, it's a failure. Like, you realize how many games we've won and, like, they're spoiled. Well, yeah, that's kind of the goal here is to win the World Series. Yeah, especially when you get swept by the Astros. I mean, that, that was true. You struggled with the Guardians and got swept by the Astros. But so this is what you want. You want your team Absolutely. to go all in and try to win. But there's a side of that as a fan that is just, it's painstaking. It is tough. It, 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 your anxiety level goes up because you have to, well, they had to win that game last night for their fans with the Kane debut and everybody going crazy and paying all that money to get into they had to win that game last night, and they didn't. Yeah, but you go rip off four in a row now, and it's all forgotten. Yeah. I mean, I do agree with you, though, in terms of winning the championship. Yeah, I mean, you know, but you also, the opposite or the or the flip side to that is you don't do anything. You stand pat, and you say, you know what? We're not going to fix what's not broken right now. I know we're not the Bruins. I get it. But you know what? Goalie gets hot. We can play with anybody and beat anybody. And there is truth to that as well. Maybe that makes it more of a fun story. I get, but if, I get it. But if you're a Ranger fan, and then it would have come out that you could have gotten Patrick, you King, had to and get you, him. Of course, you had to do yeah, it. Yeah, you had to get him. And that—that's not the argument. I wouldn't do anything differently than what the Rangers have done. It's just that when, from the fan perspective, and the pressure is now on. The pressure is now on. There is no other result other than getting farther than you did last year and then winning a cup that this fan base is going to be satisfied with. And and there's regular seasons we've talked about so much in, in all these sports, baseball and basketball and hockey in particular, because obviously the NFL regular season is just amazing. But even talking with Spike this morning, where, where the Knicks are and where the Sixers are, like the Knicks' regular season right now for the fan base is a lot of fun. It's a blast. Because they're playing great basketball, they're rattling off wins, Jalen Brunson is fun to watch every single night, so it's like the regular season matters to the Knicks fan right now because they haven't had this. You know, we had it a little bit a couple of years ago in that the COVID season with Julius Randle. But this seems even more like taking a step forward. Whereas for the Sixers, and we need some paper towels for Jerry, some paper I'm towels. All right, I'm all right. I'm all right. A little it's a, little, it's a little bit. I'm good. I'm good. See? Not a whole cup. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I'll get it during the break. So, um, so, now, so now, but for the Sixer fan or, or the Bucks fan or anything, like, the regular season doesn't matter at all. It's no, like, you're waiting for the playoffs to start. doesn't mean anything. I know. I, so yes, I know. it's just expectation as a fan means everything to how you feel. And you can't, if you're a diehard fan, you can't help yourself. Like, you can't not have any expectations. 
And like for the Giants this year, the great year for them because nobody expected them to do a damn thing. Thank you. So it's just it's, it's just thinking about last night. And Let me ask you this question though, because I, you bring up an interesting topic, and as a Met fan, yeah, you know, for the last decade of Wilpon owned Mets, aside from fifteen when they had that wacky run and they went to the World Series. This is everything a Met fan's been dying for, mm -hmm. is to have an owner that's going to spend and have the expectations increase tenfold. Do you feel that way going into this yes, season? 100%. Yeah, they have So to. you're not excited to watch the Mets this season until you get to October, basically? Yeah, I'll tell you why. I mean, it's that that's probably the best example. Now, I don't, I don't want to say I'm not excited, but I the, whatever happens in the regular season, as long as they make the playoffs, I don't care. So the two things that I care about for the Mets this season is getting in the postseason, whether you win a division or not, because it's such a crapshoot. We've seen the teams over the wild card go on and then end up winning. You see a team like the Dodgers ending up getting knocked out, all that. But get into the postseason somehow, some way, and be as healthy as possible when you do it. Outside of that, I don't care if you win 115 games or you win 89 games to get in as a wild card. Doesn't mean anything to me. Right, so now I'm going to come back to what I said, I think, on Wednesday. And this is the complaint I have about the athletes themselves, or even fans or even media that will say this. It's entertainment. Yeah, well, no, I mean, you can't say that if you're telling me that it's all boring and the whole regular season is a waste of time. You don't want to watch it. Just get us to the playoffs. So is it entertainment? Is it just about winning? Like, what is it? Well, it's, like, it's, What are pro sports now? Well, it's, it's different for everybody. So it's, for me, I've seen everything but them win a World Series. I was four in 1986. I've seen great regular seasons. I've seen terrible regular seasons. I've seen Shea Stadium close. I've seen City Field open. I've seen them make it to the World Series and lose. I've been in the building twice when the other team clinched. I saw the Yankees celebrate mm -hmm. at Shea Stadium. I saw the, the Kansas City Royals celebrate at City Field. I've seen it all. The only thing I haven't seen is that World Series. So for me, that's what matters. That's the missing piece. Now, it's tougher for me to enjoy the ride. Now, for example, my mother who raised me a Mets fan, you know, she is going down to spring training this year. Yeah, she's probably very excited. With her friend mm -hmm. who's a big Mets fan, and she laps up every bit of this. Could not get enough of preseason spring training baseball, regular season baseball. They win, she gets disappointed if they lose, but like that's her. She sits there with the game every night and watches it. Sure, a younger kid who's like loves baseball is gonna loves the regular season. Just for me, like what I saw last year, you're leading to the division the entire year. You get swept by the Atlanta Braves in the biggest series of the regular season, and then you get killed in the wild card round. And for me, I'm not gonna really get into it until the postseason because that's what I need to see from them. But that's just but I, and maybe you're the same way with your teams because you know we're we're a similar age and we've seen a lot of sports and we're in the same business. But I'm not saying everybody has to feel like I do about the Mets. But that's after the way last year ended. Yeah. See, I'm not. I actually enjoy the season because if not, then why even bother? Let's just have a big play. Like I said this the other day. Let's just have a big two week playoff tournament. That's it. I wouldn't be opposed to that. God, yeah, you would. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be opposed. You've to enjoyed it. February.
Um, no, of course. What else right, I, know, I, know. I mean, because all you're talking about then is let's give college basketball March, you give baseball October, you can give the NFL. No, no, the NFL regular season is is phenomenal. That because every week feel until you get like the teams that are one in thirteen okay. towards the end of the year. But I mean, there's there's more teams in it. The extra wild card, you know, a team gets off to an zero and two start, you feel like that's a must win. See, game I would them make in week the case three. the extra wild card, and this is what's what I think has really been a problem are the playoffs. If you want to talk about why the regular season doesn't mean a crap, that's the problem. Mm. When you've got all these teams making the playoffs. Like, if you told, let's, let's for instance, you know, if you're the Bucks, you're the Sixers, you're the Celtics, clearly, everything for them is based around what happens in May and June. And yeah. I, I totally understand that. When you get to four, mm, I don't know, can they really win? Can they really win in the championship? I would tell you probably there's three teams that can win an NBA title in the NBA. Let's say, for instance, though, there were there were only four playoff teams in each conference. You want to tell me the regular season not going to mean a hell of a lot more than? Gee, that's why I disagree, because the more playoff teams that you have, the more markets that are involved and the more fan bases that are engaged. But the better teams are going to have to play. True. Because seeding will matter. But there's going to be so many more fan bases that are like... Listen, no shot. I'm not telling you it's ever going the other way. Matter of fact, you might get to a point where every team makes a playoff tournament at the end, which will completely render the regular season a complete waste of time. I understand that. I'm not saying that's ever going to change. What I am saying is if you want the regular season to matter, that's how it has to matter for the better teams. Yeah. Because otherwise, what's the point? No, it's true. I mean, I I really think it's just about for these to, to do something your team hasn't done in a while. So for the Giants this year, getting to the playoffs, it was the first time they since the Ben McAdoo boat party situation uh, with the wide receivers that they had been in the playoffs. So it had been a stretch. They'd been through hell. They got to the playoffs. That was fine. For the Jets, they have to get to the playoffs. For the Mets, they've got to go deep into the playoffs. For the Knicks, because they went to the playoffs a couple years ago, they have to win a round. So basically, I mean, it's it's really what the team hasn't done in a while. And if that means, like, the Knicks having a great regular season like this, then it, then it matters. Because well, they, haven't, they haven't done that yeah. in a while. So it's, it's, it's really what, what you're expecting the team to do and what you haven't seen them do. You know, and then if you're the Atlanta Braves fan and you see them win the division every year, it's like that's just not important to you anymore. Well, and then what if you're a team that wins every year? Does it even matter anymore? That's like, for question. real, when you yeah, say yeah. you've seen it all. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you, and it's going back a long time now, when the Cowboys won those three Super Bowl titles in four years, it's like, this is kind of cool, but okay. Yeah, you know? now what? Yeah, that's that's the way I would feel if the Vikings won a championship. Like, after, like, the two weeks of glow, I'd be like, okay, now what? And it's so funny you say that, because I'll never forget sitting there when the Cowboys won in uh, in 92. And I had never seen them win. I never. I mean, I saw the Mets win in '86, and I was certainly a Met fan as a child. There's no question about it. I never saw the Nets win. I never saw the. Uh, let's see, who else would I think about at that point in '92? Clearly, never saw the Devils win at that point. The Rangers, not yet. Knicks. Um, no, I never saw the Knicks win. Right. That was too 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 far back for me. Three, yeah. So I remember sitting there. I'll never forget. We had a whole bunch of people over. And the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl, and I could not have been more excited. I was 18 years old. Finally, this happened. Remember, my first memory was was Dwight Clark in the back yeah. of the end zone. It was heartbreak. And then from that point forward, they never won a damn thing. And I'll never forget the game goes final, and it was a blowout. And maybe 20 minutes after the game was over, I'm like, I'll get a trophy. 
Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. But now what? Yeah, I know. I mean, it, no parade for me. Yeah, but it, what it's it a is, weird feeling, right? But what it is is it's memories for a hundred percent. That that's really what it's about. Like knowing that, especially if it's a team that hasn't won ever, or a team that hasn't won in a very long time. Like the like the Ranger fan who was able to experience nineteen ninety four. I mean, they're still watching those DVDs. Absolutely. They're still watching it on you know. And so that that's and what I remember it is. going through that run with my father, who's a lifelong Ranger fan, and it was. Every I remember, my wife was watching the Rangers with us, and yeah. I wasn't a Ranger fan, but my dad was, and it was it just felt like something really big was happening, and we were sitting there watching those games with him on Tuesday nights. <laughs> yeah. It was it really was it was wild. Uh, we've got a very exciting show today, as always. At eight a.m., we are opening up more tickets to be purchased for Boomer and Geo Live. So, more VIP tickets available and more general admission tickets available. So, if you got shut out on Wednesday, the general admission on sale today at 8 a.m. Go to WFAN.com slash live to get the link for the tickets. That's WFAN.com slash live. At 9 a.m., we're going to have a battle this morning between Al Dukes and Spike Nice. Estes. We talked about this when Tiki was on Name That Tune, yeah. Celebrity Name That Tune. That Spike and Al are very good with mm -hmm. rock music. So we're going to have a mono e mono between Spike like and Al and name that tune. Eddie and I have been working on it the last couple of days. We're ready to go. We've got seven. I think seven was the perfect number because nine felt like too much. And I wanted an odd, okay. an odd number just in case we were going tit for tat. So it would be a winner. Seven songs between 1984 and 2000 mm. that are rock songs. A good range. So that's that's where it is, and we're going to go in order. We're going to start in the early '80s, and we're going to end close to okay. to 2000. Very cool. The prize, the prize is big, is very big. Ooh. If Al Dukes wins, he gets a day off next week. Okay, day off next week. That's cool, and it could be Monday too, which would be a nice little long weekend. He gets to choose what day off. If Spike wins, it's a VIP ticket to our live show. <laughs> if Spike wins. The next election that Al planned to vote in, Spike gets to choose what Al votes for. What? <laughs> yep. Okay. That's right. All right. So, so Al could go in there with one idea about who he's going to vote for. Spike gets to pick everything. Okay. He gets to pick everything Al votes for and takes that power away from Al Dukes. That's interesting. So a lot is on the line. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And if I can tease something, maybe sometime this hour, a very big celebrity is watching this program and ripped us off. Really? That's all I'm going to say. Wow. At some point, you tell me when, at some point, a huge celebrity clearly watches this show and has ripped us off. Man, oh man. Just yeah, saying. I'm excited to hear that. Mm -hmm. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.